What's going on, Wolves? It's Lessa Loba here with Matcha Moments for the Creative Mind. And these are my tips and techniques to help you tap into your creative genius. And today we're going to freestyle it, guys, because I've tried to record this episode like four times and each episode I was not thrilled with, so they're all deleted. Um, <laughs> and it's not about being a perfectionist. It's really about the fact that I'm passionate and if what I'm listening to when I'm listening to the playback, if it doesn't ignite passion in me, I'm not giving it to you guys. It has nothing to do with being perfect. It has everything to do with the fact that I do things with passion. And I will not put out anything that is not in alignment with my passion or my purpose, simply because I don't operate in that vibration. But um, I want to put something out this week. So I was like, all right, we're going to freestyle and see what happens. Um, As you guys know, I went to North Carolina this past weekend to write my book. And um, it was really an amazing experience. I realized that I, I have a lot of ideas that flow out at the same time. And I'm really working on utilizing my techniques to, you know, get one idea out fully formed before the next one starts coming. But I mean, it's just a whole thing with being a creative because it's about having this harmony with your masculine energy and your feminine energy. And I think that a lot of us, when we create, we'll just like dive in the deep end of feminine energy and just be creating, creating, creating. And we don't always finish because... Feminine energy is not about finishing, you know, it's about starting and creating, but masculine energy is about the structure and finishing it out. And we really need both to have things completed. And I was struggling with that because I had kind of come into writing this book. I had a whole entire outline, you know, I'm writing a book about my journey um, of recovering from mental illness and turning into mental wellness as a black millennial. And I found that I had an idea of how I wanted my book to be, but then as I started like filling in my outline, my professional outline, you know, me being a literature major in college, thinking that <laughs> I know what I'm doing, um, I realized that there are two books and I don't know how to blend them together and that was very frustrating and it took up a lot of my time. Um, but I utilized my technique. So I stepped away from my creativity for a while and I ended up having a really amazing phone conversation um, with um, a wolf in my mastermind and talking to her for like an hour just kind of like pushed me into a different vibration that I needed to be in. And we forget that like sometimes you might go into something thinking like, I'm going to complete it. But, you know, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't. And it doesn't mean that you're inconsistent or that you... um what is it, that you have a short attention span, it's just probably that you have a lot of creativity within you, and it's all just trying to rush out, and once you turn on the faucet, it's like, ooh, the faucet's on, let's go, and it just starts running out, and it could be overwhelming. Um, You got to learn how to ground yourself first, and then, you know, see what really comes up. So I had a lot of ideas that came up at once, and I'll let you guys know what they are. You know, I wanted to create a digital platform. I also needed to create artwork for my um, cousin, I do graphic design, um, so I had to do that for him. And then I'm also creating a website for my boyfriend, and then I'm also creating a website for myself. Um, and then I'm writing a book, right? So I have these, these are like the five, and then not to mention recording Wolf Care and Matcha Mornings for you, Matcha Moments for you guys. Um, yeah, so it was like seven things, and those are like the main, main ones. Those are things that keep on that are rotating in my head, and I obviously can't do all seven at once. But what I'm learning is that I can break them down 
to where they're all beneficial, you know? So when I first started writing on my book, I wrote on my, I worked on my book until it no longer felt right anymore. Um, and then I went and I spoke to my girlfriend and we spoke and having this conversation with her helped me clear my head a little bit more. And I realized that I wasn't able to finish that first thought with writing my book because I had this, the creating an online community was really, really heavy on my mind. And it was like to the point where it was blocking me doing anything else. And I didn't realize that until I was able to talk it through with someone who's on that same vibration. And she was just kind of like, well, what if you just get your community built and out the way? Like, I feel like that's becoming a blockage for you because you're not acknowledging it because you came in with the idea that you have to only write your book and I was like damn girl like that's you know and I'm like but I don't know what platform to create my community on and like you know creating all these excuses and things like that and we went over every idea and I found that the easiest way for me to maintain my platform um, my digital community for my wolves out there was to do slack and then I was able to instantaneously like like it took five minutes <laughs> create an amazing digital community called the habitat and it's for all my wolves out there to come to and I have like channels on there that are for self-care that are for manifesting for matcha moments for the recaps for tea time tuesday for relationship building like there's beautiful channels on there and they're super active and i was able to have my first 10 wolves join in and um they seem to be really loving it so far and that took me all of five minutes to do and it came so easy. And I was laughing at the fact that I was really trying to push that feeling to the side because I came with the idea of just writing a book. And that, that was it. That was all it was going to be. And that I was going to grind. And, and, and I'm laughing at myself because I already know that that's just not how energy works. I feel like once you have a certain amount of awakening, when you start understanding alignment and vortex and, you know, all this quote-unquote woo-woo stuff, when you start really understanding how energy works you realize that you may have a plan, you may have a decent plan, but <laughs> universe, God, source, whoever you call onto, if it's not a part of their plan, it most likely won't get done. Because when you are allowing the universe to lead your work, allowing God to lead your work, that also means that they might have another thing for you to be doing. And that's what a conflict I'm realizing came up for me, where it's like, I had my idea of what I wanted to do, but God was like, mm, that's cute. We're going to get to that. But first, you need a community. You need to build a community because launching a book to just the world is great. But if you have a community that you're building with, by the time you launch your book in October, you'll have advocates, you'll have people who are invested in your story and ready to hear it. And that was the main point. But because I was so headstrong about finishing this book in a certain timeline, I was about to miss that entire alignment. And then I would have been out here frustrated because my book wasn't in flow, but I had something written down, which I hate. I hate just creating just just because. And then I wouldn't have had an online community that I genuinely love. These women that I was able to, you know, invite to join in to see like they're just so brilliant I talk to them all separately all the time and just to have them all in one space it's just like oh it's I love getting on that app and just seeing it and um that was one of the main things that I learned over the weekend is like yo your plan is not always God's plan but God's plan is always the best plan point blank no matter how you slice it 
it's just always going to be better than your plan because God's plan had my plan in it, but in the correct, like in the correct formula, it was just kind of like build this first and then do that. And I was kind of like, Oh no, just do this. And that will come. And God's like, no, no, that's not, that's not what I said. But you know, you know, and God's way of saying that, you know, Whenever I interpret God or universe, they're very sassy, you know, very loving, but also very like, all right, low. Like when you're when you're ready, you you come and let me know. And that'll happen when I get frustrated. When I get frustrated with my creativity, that's when I know. That's what I've learned. That is like um, a signal that I'm not in alignment and that God is trying to have me do something else, and I'm just refusing to do it. I'm literally choosing to do the opposite thing, and now I'm creating struggle for myself, and I'm no longer in alignment. And it's easy to get into that flow of struggle. You know, I have a struggle is a very triggering word for me. So it's balance. Um, people love to say like, you know, oh, you know, the struggle is real. Or, you know, I'm out here struggling, but I'm making it happen. Like, don't claim that over your life. Do not. No, that's no, don't do that. Because struggle is not necessary. And that's something that we don't understand. It is also a part of a course that I will be doing called the struggle is not real because it's not it's an illusion we made it up so that we can feel better about ourselves because we like to do things that aren't in our best um that aren't for our best so suffrage is real suffering is necessary suffrage means passion like passion of the christ is suffrage of the christ right and you do need to suffer for certain things so that you can grow and i know that i explained that um in a previous episode about plants being like a seed being planted and that is growing its roots, you know, it's getting strong on the ground, but then it has to break through earth. That is its suffrage. In order for it to flourish and to bloom, it has to break through earth. The same earth that we'll use like mechanic machines for, you know, like <laughs> bulldozers and things like that. Like it breaks through that same earth. That is suffering. I can't even imagine how painful that is, but it knows that in order for it to reach its full potential, it's going to have to suffer because it has to suffer to grow. That is necessary. Right. What's not necessary is that after it's cracked, the earth is still complaining about how it had to crack through the earth. Like, oh, man, it was crazy. It was mad dark. And then like, no, no, plants don't do that. And I always look to plants as just the ultimate guide of how to live in life because they just are and they just do. They don't worry about competition. They don't worry about you know, am I being authentic enough, right? There's there's hundreds of red roses, right? But each one is unique to itself. They're not concerned about the other rose growing next to them. They're not talking about, oh, their thorns are, shi- are, are pointier than mine or their petals look softer or their aroma's better over there. No, the, the, roses I, I, the rose's job is to grow, it's to flourish. And that's what it does, effortlessly. Simply because it understands that what it needs to do is simple and anything else that it thinks about doesn't really help it grow when we start to think about the outside the other flower the daffodils over there like all that is just irrelevant and that's why I'm so fascinated by um nature and it's just it's it's just so real like if you really look at how nature is on its own it is so resilient it is so consistent it is so productive and it's productive in the least amount of effort but it gives maximum benefit All a tree has to do is grow to its full potential, and it literally creates oxygen for us to breathe. It's not struggling to grow. It's not out here in the streets trying to survive. No, it's it's just doing what it's supposed to do. 
it's effortlessly doing it and because it's doing it with least amount of effort it gives us so much more it practices the law of least effort and it's just it just it blows my mind so okay guys this is a freestyle so there's a lot of things coming up hopefully something resonates with you this is not structured um but I was realizing that over the weekend that it was time for me to you know step away from struggling through my creativity and if I needed to suffer I would suffer but you know suffer just pretty quick too it doesn't last long um and we don't realize that because we end up turning our suffrage into struggle because it just sounds dope and it makes us sound really noble and like we're really out here you know no it's just like none of that matters at all especially as a creative you're already going to naturally suffer because you're getting an idea from god the heavens the cosmos this infinite intelligence and then it's being downloaded into you and then you have to perform in some way shape or form to get it out of your body and into the world that in itself is a process of suffrage because in the beginning you don't really know how you're gonna get it out especially if you're multi-talented you know for my multi-talented creatives i'm right there with you where it's like i can sing i can write I can create graphic designs, I can create classes, I can do public speaking, host events. There's so many things I can do creatively to get an idea out. In itself of deciding and figuring out which one is best for for the outcome of everyone is suffering. It's like, damn, I don't really know what to do. But struggling is holding on to that feeling a lot longer than it needs to be. It's instead of deciding to ground yourself, you know, either drop into meditation or even just lay on the floor or do some earthing, like go to a park and lay down on the park or put your bare feet on the ground and just sit still for a moment so that you can understand which way you want to go. Because if you ask God, if you ask the universe how you should be getting this idea out into the world, it'll tell you. It may not tell you in the way that you want to hear it, but it might give you a certain series of numbers. It might it might have a butterfly come across your path. It might have a certain insect come across your path. It might have another like a certain color really vivid to you. Those are all answers. But a lot of us look past it as or look at it as annoyances. You know, you'll see a spider and freak out, but a spider means good luck. It actually means something. You should go and research and look it up because that's probably the answer. And it's probably guiding you in the way that you need to go to deliver your creativity to the world. And that's just, that's just facts, you know? When I was on the phone with my girlfriend, shout out Amanda, because she's amazing. Um, and she listens to my, all my rants. <laughs> um, I kept seeing like a series of 444, which means all is well. And that for me was reminding myself like this is act. I did need to step away from the book and I did need to talk to Amanda for a moment. I actually did need to do those things. And the universe was confirming that I was on the right path. And in me listening to my hunches, honoring my hunches, that feeling that doesn't always it. You feel it, but it doesn't really make sense. You should still do it. Because that's probably the universe coming in like, actually, what you were going to do, you don't need to focus on that right now. Why don't you do this instead? And from that was born that. And then I was also able to get like five out of the seven things done almost immediately after the Habitat was created. I was able to get the artwork and um, outline done for my boyfriend's page, for my own page. Um, I was able to get my cousin's artwork done. And then I was back. I had knocked out all those six things and I was back to my book. 
And then I realized that with my book, I just needed to talk to my editor because that's what an editor is for. (laughs) They help you to map everything out in the book. So I did what I could with what I had. And now I was able to set up a meeting with my editor to sit with him and go over what the next steps are. And that all came from me being highly frustrated because I could not do the plan I wanted to do. But being that I work on myself every day, I was able to be like, you know what, God, what is it that you want me to do? Because clearly what I thought I needed to do is not what I, be, I need to do right now. Otherwise, I'd be doing it. There's literally something blocking it. And what was blocking it was the next thing I actually needed to do. So I really hope that that makes sense because it's kind of crazy, like how it all works. You know, feminine energy and masculine energy, like feminine energy is to expand and to create, to start things. Masculine energy is structure and it allows you to finish you know, and you need both. And I was able to understand that process so much this weekend because I hopped in and out almost harmoniously after I allowed God to lead my actions. After I like stepped to the side and was like, I really don't know what I'm doing. So, you know, you just, you just show me what's next and I'll, I'll do it. I'm not even gonna, you know, complain about it. And it was so interesting how my work flow happened. I thought it would just be writing, 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 take a little break, writing, 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 take a little break. It was nothing like that. It was like I was writing, 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 writing. And then my boyfriend came back. He talked to me for like two hours. We watched the Hobbit movie. (laughs) I got a foot massage. Then he left. Then I'm back to it. Then I found a new song. I was jamming to the new song. And then eventually, because the song's on repeat, I fell back into writing again, and then I stopped, and then I ate something. Like, literally, it was, it was, it sounds exhausting, but I got so much more done when I just allowed God to lead me, and I let him lead me through the feelings I was getting. When I started feeling frustrated doing one thing, I stepped away from it, and I did something that I knew would make me feel good. Like, talking to Amanda always makes me feel good, and I've also learned that when people come up in my mind, I start thinking about them, I should reach out to them. And almost 99% of the time, and that 1% if it's a forced thought, 99% of the time, they are like, oh, I was just thinking about you. Or, oh my God, girl, I haven't heard from you in so long. Like, I kid you not. And I, Amanda's name came up and I called her and she literally helped me through all my problems just by talking to me, just by having a conversation. So that was really helpful this weekend. And I'm just trying to figure out, like, those are the main things. This is a freestyle, so work with me. There's tons of things that are just coming out. Um, also, I made matcha on the go this weekend. I didn't have all my original ingredients, and it was very interesting. <laughs> the matcha still had its benefits, but it did not taste as good as I um, make it here. And now that's prompted me to figure out how to make delicious matcha on the go, because I am going to be on the go a lot. I plan on traveling more and more every year. And matcha is a part of my daily routine, so I have to figure out how to make that work. So if you guys have any ideas or suggestions, let us just know because, you know, it just is what it is. I don't even know what else. Like, I feel like that's everything. (laughs) I just wanted to, like, hop on here and tell you guys what was on my mind because there was so much on my mind. I couldn't focus on one thing I have like a list of topics that come up for me to talk about with matcha moments and none of them felt right I just kind of felt like I just wanted to just chat and let you guys know what was on my mind and 
you know see what resonates with you so let me know in the comments below dm me slide them dms i've been loving the love you guys been giving let me know if anything resonated with you if you guys even like these freestyles because for me freestyles terrify me because they're not structured at all it's really me just leaning into the divine and being like whatever it is that you want me to say to my audience go for it like no filter Let's just go ham. And it's my way of practicing and deepening my faith and my trust in God. And that always just, it always scares me because it's not my initial way of delivering my purpose. And sometimes very unfamiliar. So freestyles terrify me. But I'm still going to show up and do it because I want to operate in a divine vibration. And I'm not always in alignment to be in a divine vibration. So I have to really like lean into, you know, my faith on that and be kind of like blind coming into certain things. Like I really don't know (laughs) what I'm about to say, but I also know that I am showing up out of the goodness of my heart. And because I know that this is something I I need to be doing and it feels right, even though I don't have the full picture of how to execute this desire, I know I need to be doing this right now in this moment. And then just co-creating with the universe. Like, I showed up. I have faith. And I'm asking you to come through. I'm doing my part. Now you show up and you create with me. And you give me the words and the knowledge and the insight that I need to say so that it can resonate with someone. And help them elevate their vibration and have a bomb-ass week. So, a matcha mantra off the top of my head is, I am... A divine co-creator with the universe it's just that simple I am a divine co-creator with the universe like that's what I am I'm a co-creator and I have to always exercise that trusting muscle because I can't see who I'm creating with <laughs> even though it's everywhere and all around me like it's not a it's and no sometimes it can be a physical person but you know it's not like I'm creating with Amanda, where I can like, you know, direct talk to Amanda, Amanda got a name, a title, like a human being figure right here. You know, it's just me creating with all that is around me and allowing colors, shapes, you know, insects, um, numbers, all the different things to inspire me to deliver my purpose. And that's why I am a divine co-creator with the universe. So I hope that that mantra mantra works for you this this week. I hope that something in this conversation made sense to you. And let me know in the comments below. Please make sure to subscribe and rate on here. You know, we're on all platforms now. We're on Spotify. Shout out Spotify for picking us up. On iTunes, on Google Podcasts. So, like, you can literally send low by land to anybody with any device. And they can get this loving. Alright? Make sure you share this because we want to bring our lost wolves home. If you are interested in joining the Habitat, it is a free mastermind at the moment. DM me on Instagram at Lotus Aloba. Let me know that you're interested. We'll chop it up for a little bit to make sure that you're the right fit. And then... You can get that invitation and come and join me and the wolves as we chop it up and elevate higher. So I love you so much. Thank you for listening. And I will talk to you next matcha moment. Bye, wolves.